following is a live copyrighted presentation. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time now for Radiolawtalk.com with your host, Frederick Penny, attorney at law. And now, Radiolawtalk.com. Well, we've made it through Thanksgiving. Todd Cunin and I, Frederick Penny, your host. Todd Cunin, my co-host. Denise Dirks is still uh, trying to get over the turkey that she ate. We have Cal Hunter behind the glass. Welcome to Radio Law Talk this day after Thanksgiving, or two days after Thanksgiving. I don't know what the color is. It's Black Friday, so would this be like plaid Saturday? I think it's called uh, Getting Over Turkey Saturday. That could be. That could be. And we are here to talk about some really interesting things today, Todd. Um, again, uh, call us at 855-LAW-RADIO or tweet us at Radio Law Talk. It is the 30th of November. I can't believe it's already Christmas time is rolling around. I, I'm i right there with you. What happened to this year? The year just flew by. Radio Law Talk is booming. Life is good. Remember, uh, this is the most exciting, entertaining, and sometimes informative uh, talk show on the radio other than the, the alien shows. And we warned you last week on Saturday that what's going to happen is you're going to be sitting around the table with the in-laws. You can call us and tell us if there's anything exciting that you that happened around the di- uh, Thanksgiving table where you used Radio Law Talk as evidence. Uh, that's the only way you can use us as evidence. Do not use us in a court of law. Like uh, an individual t- uh, billionaire we're going to talk about today that likes to use anecdotal issues at in court. We're going to discuss that. We're going to talk about Krispy Kreme donuts today. Cal. This is the most important thing because I know you like Krispy Kreme donuts. Mm, Krispy donuts. Kreme is being sued. <laughs> oh, shocker. And I'm not going to tell you why because we're going to tease you on that one because we're going to do a case or no case. But uh, Krispy Kreme donuts is being sued. I swung by Krispy Kreme donuts, and I will tweet this out and put it on our Facebook, and bought the Krispy Kreme donuts, the said Krispy Kreme donuts that are being sued. And Todd and I and Cal... We'll be the taste testers here to determine whether or not this lawsuit should be valid. Now, she went on an evidentiary field trip, Fred. It was a field trip that you know I just opened them up, Todd, and looked. They 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 messed with me because there's one missing. Oh man! I think they just I they owe me a donut. Well, I, Somehow I, one's okay, missing. Okay, so I would say that one is missing, there. but the problem is I also see a bit of icing in the corner of yeah. Fred's mouth. <laughs> it's either a clerk or Fred with a little raspberry jelly running down his chest. You can't you can't you can't claim theft. That that that's like that's like the guy who claimed that he lost his cigars to arson. <laughs> <laughs> All I got to say, if you're the lawyer and you're suing Krispy Kreme donuts and you're on the plaintiff side and a big dude walks in, he's got a little glazed donut in the corner of his, he's got a little bit on his shirt, you might want to, you know, you can't discriminate, but you might want to say, sir, hmm. should I uh, boot you off this jury because you're discriminatory uh, for and uh, Krispy Kreme donuts? And when he says, no. Nope. Would the judge order the jury not to taste these? I don't know what's going to happen. And would the jury say, Your Honor, I'll take the gig if I can go to Krispy Kreme and try them out. You think Krispy Kreme Donuts has a little Krispy Kreme truck outside the courtroom and they're passing out free donuts to everybody? Yeah, we, Here we, you go. Here we, you go. We don't want to influence the jury at all, but uh, <clears throat> these are hot. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> don't burn yourself. So this is an interesting lawsuit we're going to talk about. We're also going to talk about, we have brought it up before, uh, there's the billionaire we're going to talk about that is being sued for sexual harassment, and it's more mainly his antics that occur in the courtroom that is the most interesting thing to discuss. But here's a big one we're going to talk about. Don't pardon the pun. But remember we talked about the Tenth Circuit Court of Appeals uh, in a Colorado, it was uh, I think it was Fort Collins, Colorado, had uh, an ordinance that you cannot be topless as a woman yes. in public. And uh, the um, free the nipple movement yeah, said right. said forget it we can't and the tenth circuit court of appeals held and said it's discriminatory discriminate against between women and men of whether or not they can be topless okay now this sets the stage for today's topic and what we're going to discuss which is a very interesting case going out of Utah about an individual that was topless and her stepchildren saw her so obviously this the real mom complains yes. and she is being brought before the courts on a misdemeanor, and we're going to talk about that. Now, why does Utah have anything to do with Colorado? The Tenth Circuit Court of Appeals covers 10 states. 
Utah, Colorado, Wyoming, New Mexico, Kansas, and Oklahoma. So now I think this is being pushed, and we're going to talk about this Utah woman that is fighting these charges for a misdemeanor for being topless in her garage doing drywall. And, 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 and you know, we're, we're, we're just teasing it right now. I, I, I know. It's just... Wait until you hear what the potential penalty is right. if she... If she loses on all of this, it yeah. is mind-boggling. All I know is there's a lot of nipple-freeing going on around the western United I, States. I don't right know. Now. Well, you I know, don't know. It, it, but it's our job as the mm-hmm. hosts and producer of Radio Law Talk to keep folks abreast of what's going on. Right. You and, could say um, that. And, and that's know, why we have our Krispy Kreme donuts it, with us. It, it is. It is. We, we create good mem- memories. Yes. And we, and, and we have the freedom to discuss this. Uh, and yes, we're going yes, to. we do. I'm going to go back to the Krispy Kreme donuts. So we're going to talk about that but in the meantime Cal, get ready to tee up because we have a thing called case or no case which those of you who have joined us for the first time which everybody has not because we've got all our same listeners that love us to death that just stay here with us but uh, Cal's going to give us a scenario is it a case or not a case we have to determine and what is the outcome and with Denise not here I who am in last place may be able to catch up a little bit, Cal, if you roll case or no case before the break. Now it's time to play case or no case. Yay! All right, folks, here's your scenario. An Arkansas paramedic has a problem. She can't leave dead people or specifically their jewelry alone. Lisa Glaze (laughs) is alleged to have cut a ring off the finger of a deceased woman. Not the finger, just the ring. And sold it to a pawnbroker for $45. You know, the ring had the slice in it, and the pawnbroker didn't go, hmm, anything untoward about this? Didn't do that. (laughs) (laughs) The deceased actually had three rings on her fingers when she passed. Two, the least valuable were found. The third, alas, was missing. So the family members sought legal counsel. And so I ask you, Mr. Cunin. Yes. Case. Or no case. And if so, what was the outcome? Case or no case. The case of the... The five-finger discount, yes, if exactly. you will. Exactly. Yes, right. Well, uh, this this certainly sounds like something that would be a case. It, it kind of sounds like something that you would read about and then spring on us, not necessarily having it actually be a case. But mm. you know what? I'm going to go out on a limb. I'm going to say, yes, it is a case, and the family does sue. And I'm going to say that, actually, you know, they don't even really need to sue because it's a crime what she did. Look, the ring belongs to somebody, and and that might be up for grabs as to who it belongs to, but we know who it doesn't belong to. It doesn't belong to the EMT. So I'm going to say it's a case, and the EMT uh, ring theft person Ring thief is liable. She is found guilty. By virtue of uh, criminally, uh, you're saying okay, good. Uh, either criminally count. or civilly, depending on how. She she just she has liability and she loses. All right, uh, very good, Mr. Penny. So I was you? sitting Case here no smelling case. the Krispy Kreme donuts, and my <laughs> mind was not thinking about what Cal was saying. So did I miss it? Did they find out that she actually took the ring? The I mean the EMT, or did they just thought that this? Well, EMT they got pawned. So right. that was part of their investigation. They're presuming that she took it. I mean, she got okay. Pawned. All right. I'm going to say it's a case, and she is not found. Uh, the EMT is not found guilty or not liable because there's no proof or there's no evidence that she actually took it. That's the issue here is whether or not there's proof that she was the actual one that took it. That's what I didn't know, Cal, when I was smelling my Krispy Kreme donuts. I can um, understand the intoxication of the Krispy Kreme right. smell. And I still don't think quite... Uh, I'm, I'm going to say my thought process is a little bit off this morning until we get the rid of those. So hold on. <laughs> hold on here. Hold on. This yeah, is me break, opening break, up break the Krispy Kreme donuts. Mm. Yes, yes. It, it's mm. the smell. Donuts. All right. All right. We'll be back. Best Homer Simpson. <laughs> we're going to be back, and we're going to find out whether or not uh, Fred's right or Todd's right on Case or No Case. Stick around. There's more Radio Law Talk coming up, including the answer to Case or No Case after this. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. I am Cameron Levitt. 
Chief Operating Officer of Concussion Medical Clinic. California's first concussion medical clinic is now open. As concussions increase each year, there has never been a greater need for concussion specialists. Our physicians at Concussion Medical Clinic are board certified in pediatric neurology and sports medicine and have partnered with universities, hospitals, and rehab clinics to expedite the recovery process. Simply put, we are elevating the standard of care. When you need an expert concussion opinion or concussion care, visit concussionmedicalclinic.com to schedule your appointment. Jason Ross back here with Fred Penny, managing attorney from Penny and Associates Injury Lawyers. Now, Fred, what type of cases are you dealing with now and what sets you apart? Jason, we help people with all types of personal injury cases. We're former insurance company trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. That's Penny and Associates Injury Lawyers with locations throughout California. For a free consultation, go to pennylawyers.com or give them a call 1-800-616-4LAW. That's P-E-N-N-E-Y lawyers.com. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. Hi, I'm Frederick Penny of Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. I bet you're tired of hearing lawyer commercials. So just relax and listen to music for a few seconds. When you or a family member has been injured, call 800-616-4LAW or see us at pennyandassociates.com. See, that wasn't so bad. I'm going to quick quack car wash, get my car washed, make it quick quack, pretty shiny, sexy, just because I want to don't drive dirty, going to get my car suds in the quick quack car wash. It's the quick quack, quickest and the cleanest by far, we're talking three skinny minutes sitting right in your car, wash a hundred feet of cloth, washing your car at the quick quack car wash. Any Honda, Mazda, Ford, or Chevy, Sauber, Cadillac, quick quack, will spruce her up just like that. You'll be happy looking snappy, you'll be glad you was at the quick quack. Car wash it on the web and go to don'tdrivedirty.com and see where you got your closest quick quack in the local area. Get in your car, get in your truck. Get on the road and come visit the dock at the Quick Quack Car Wash, where your car will always leave happy, guaranteed. They take pride in being clean and green by conserving and recycling the water they use only at the Quick Quack Car Wash. I knew I had a problem, but I didn't know what to do about it. I tried counting calories, I took pills, eating and eating, and then more eating. I really wanted to stop, but nothing could make me stop. At one point, it was so bad that I just felt like giving up. I felt so alone. Like nobody else could possibly understand. We understand. We're Overeaters Anonymous, and we have helped thousands of people just like you. People who want to stop their compulsive eating and start living a healthy, rewarding life. Overeaters Anonymous, help me get my life back. Now I eat in a way that's healthy and good for me. I never realized what I was missing out on. With OA, I am living again and loving it. Start living the life you deserve with help from Overeaters Anonymous. Find us on the web at OA.org. No points for you. Oh, come on. You're listening to RadioLawTalk.com. And now back to your host, Frederick Penny. The no points for you is very important that you played that segment. Because why, Cal? Well, because Denise is late, therefore no points for her on this particular case. Yes. But (laughs) she gives the look. She... Wait, wait, Todd, let me turn oh, Todd, turn yes. Sorry, Todd, yeah, okay. Welcome, Denise. Yeah. I might have some. <laughs> wait. Oh, we got, he's got, Cal's got to oh, turn all of us Well, Denise wasn't here, so. <laughs> so, yeah. so I just, I just, welcome. Welcome to the show. Well, thank you. Yeah. You slept in? I overslept. <laughs> oh, my God. It was such a nice morning. What, what do you call it? <laughs> what, what's the stuff that's in Turkey? What's it called? 
tryptophan. 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 It's the tryptophan yes. overload. Is oh, and I have. Oh, oh, by the way, I do have an interesting story that got back to me about me and Denise and a dinner that we went to with Fred earlier okay. and something unique that happened. Don't let me forget. Okay, we won't let you forget. Cal, <laughs> so go, the case is very clear that yes. we uh, have an individual that's an EMT that likes to, quote, five-finger things yes. off of people who decease. <laughs> and um, apparently there was a ring missing from one of the deceased, and they found it in a pawn shop, and a lawsuit ensued. For those of you who say that this was a case, may I see by the show of hands, that will be two Fred of us. and Todd both, and the answer is yes! Oh, <laughs> yes! But, for those of you who say it was a civil case, may I see I don't know, we didn't say. There. Well, I, I said there was, I didn't delineate. Well, I didn't delineate either. I want to clear those of you who say it was a criminal case. We said, we don't know. I said it was either or. This puts me in a bit of the horns of a bit of a dilemma because Mr. Cunin's initial reaction, of course, was correct, which was that the ring that she got 45 bucks for at the pawn shop was worth eight thousand dollars oh, oh my, my gosh. gosh right so 45 so, so did they sue the pawn shop no <laughs> the cops came in and just arrested her and said you're gonna go you're gonna go up river for theft so they fired her from her job she oh, got a few years no record go, of, a, and no word as to whether additional restitution was required okay the family got all the jewelry back the pawn dealer hot springs classic gun and loan was out. It's 45 bucks. And that, wow. ladies and gentlemen, is Case. Good job, Todd. Todd's got two case. points. Fred yep. got one. Fred got one. At least That's I got one point. point. Now, I would say, I would say just technically, so under restitution, she would not owe, obviously would not owe the family the restitution for 8000 because they got the ring back. But... I would make the argument that she should owe the pawn shop the 45 bucks. There's that and yes. also the cost of repairing this gold or platinum or whatever it is they cut through to take the ring off of her finger. Oh, because those are not cheap repairs. You know, they have to go in and solder it and flux it. So and she all cut it off the person's finger? Yeah, at least she didn't cut off her finger. She yeah. just cut off the ring. Now, now way, way, <laughs> back, way back in the day, I used to sell jewelry when I was oh 20, 22 years old. Wow. And it was very common. There's a little thing they give you. Folks would come in, and, and it was the typical, their body had grown beyond the capacity to remove that ring. Right. And so you you go ahead and cut it off. And they, you, you, yeah. they do send it in so that they can repair it. But the repair is... I mean, you're, you're paying for the gold. That's negligible, yeah. but yeah. but for an eight thousand dollar ring, I would imagine that some guy's going to look at that and go, "Hmm, I better get this right." You the, know, the big yeah. problem is if it's a channel set diamond. You know, those are the ones that are set in. When you go and bend it out like that, you change the dynamics of the ring. You can lose diamonds, and that's it's it's doing that that sometimes causes the diamonds to fall out. But wow. and that's yeah. your tip for the day. Well, thank you very much, Radio Law Talk. You know about yes. diamonds, you know about rings, you know about Krispy Kreme donuts, but most of all. You're going to learn about more anecdotal stuff this this uh, yes. week, two days after Christmas, and the anecdotal stuff is as follows. That is anecdotal. Yes. Denise and Todd actually paid Frederick William Penny, that's me, off for my case or no case bet that I was the winner, and we went to Steak and Lobster, and Todd, you had something anecdotal <laughs> to discuss about that. <laughs> this is just hilarious. The, the rumor mill. Okay, so I... As you know, I am single. I have not been married for easily eight, nine years okay. now. Okay. So when we, Denise and I went to go pick up Fred to take him out to this dinner. <laughs> and when we did, we stopped off at a grocery store so that we could get flowers and chocolates for Fred. Yes. And happened to run into somebody who so knew my former spouse. And oh, no. The next... Right at the door. I mean, we literally walked in and they were right in front of us. And the next day, I find, get the call, so I hear you're seeing somebody. <laughs> Denise and Todd. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. To that which just Todd says, it's only been eight years. Can you let it go already? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, it, and it was, it was like, super awkward because he, he, like, almost forgot to introduce me. Yeah. So it looked like he was trying not to introduce me. To hide. I was trying to hide you. Quick, quick. Go, go. <laughs> go run to the frozen food section. Okay, I'll, I'll get you over there. <laughs>
<laughs> well, I didn't hear about that. I did get flowers, which was kind of weird, but I gave them to my wife here from, for you. But I got chocolate, which is uh, pre- Which you didn't give to your wife. You no, I, I ate some. She ate a few, but I ate those, definitely. Man's got to know his limitations. Yeah. <laughs> so today, today we're going to do something very important. And we only have a few minutes left, and we're going to continue through next segment, because this is very important. I want all of you listening to us to go out and grab a box of Krispy Kreme during the break, Okay. I am not here to promote Krispy Kreme, but we're going to do a test. I want you to get the following. I want you to get the chocolate iced raspberry filled, which, by the way, according to the lady at Krispy Kreme, they no longer have that one, or at least didn't have it at this one. But they do have the iced raspberry filled. Mm. I, I got that one. The glazed raspberry filled. I got that one, too. The maple bar. They don't have a maple bar. They say they have a maple donut. So I got the maple donut and the glazed blueberry cake. That's what I want you to get. That's very, very important for this segment. I'm telling you why. Krispy Kreme is being sued by an individual that I believe has no time on their hands uh, because they're claiming that they're falsely advertising the ingredients of its fruit-filled and maple-glazed donuts, that it's all not real, and that this person has been damaged because of it. I'm trying to figure out what the damage is. I'm trying to think of, okay, now you're not going to gain as much weight. Maybe that's a damage. Tell me they're a law student, please. I don't know what it is, but I'm just trying to figure out where this individual gets the time going, you know what? I think I'm going to bring a lawsuit because I don't know that that's exactly real stuff. We're going to talk about the lawsuit and the legal issues there, especially whether or not you could sue someone under the false advertisement because like, you don't like what their ingredients are. We're going to be back. Krispy Kreme class action. This is Radio Law Talk on the radio and also on RadioLawTalk.com. We'll be right back. Home. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to RadioLawTalk.com. Warning, don't let your business get left behind in what is likely to be the biggest economic boom in recent history. If you need to build for your business to grow, call General Steel today for a pre-engineered steel building designed for your needs. No wasted space. Steel prices are expected to rise, but you can still lock in your price on a General Steel building. And you can still save as much as half the cost and time of conventional construction. As much as half. But you must call now. If you need a church building, office, warehouse, manufacturing space, retail space, or more. Call General Steel today. You can still get the General's 50-year structural warranty and General Steel quality, all at a price you can afford. So don't let rising steel prices put your project out of reach and stop you from making your company great. 800-617-9312. 800-617-9312. That's 800-617-9312. Know someone with a drinking or drug problem? Learn how to get sober after we share these stories. I was 35 with two beautiful children when my life and addiction started to spiral out of control. After my divorce, I went into a depression cycle and started drinking more often and using prescription drugs. After my second DWI and arrest, my ex-husband threatened to take our children away from me. I was 17 when I became addicted to heroin and meth. I thought I could quit on my own, but I couldn't. It hit me when I was arrested. Get sober now. Your private insurance may cover costs and we'll get you here. It's simple. Just call Elite Rehab Placement right now. Please don't wait. Your life matters to us. 800 918 1376 Well, they say this Uncle Sam guy wanted them to pay him like a gazillion dollars. And they didn't have a gazillion dollars. So they called this company they heard on the radio called The Tax Doctor. And The Tax Doctor worked with Uncle Sam's people. I think they're called the IRS. 
and they are able to work it out so my mom and dad didn't have to pay Uncle Sam very much money at all. So now mom and dad are happy, and I'm happy too. Thanks, Tax Doctor. If you owe $10,000 or more to the IRS or state, call now and pay less. 800-263-2610. 800-263-2610. That's 800-263-2610. You're listening to Radio Law Talk. And now back to the show. I like the Amadrosa Valley. Radio Law Talk. I like that show. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. Many women have so many clothes in the closet, but then we go to get dressed and find we have nothing to wear. Ah! We've all been there. We all want to be comfortable and fashionable at the same time, and it's difficult to find clothing that makes that task effortless. But at Letty & Company, you can find trendy, comfortable clothing that is affordable, things you'll want to wear every day. Shop with a purpose online with free shipping. Just go to... L-E-T-T-Y-N-Company.com. Lettyandcompany.com. I am Cameron Levitt, Chief Operating Officer of Concussion Medical Clinic. California's first concussion medical clinic is now open. As concussions increase each year, there has never been a greater need for concussion specialists. Our physicians at Concussion Medical Clinic are board certified in pediatric neurology and sports medicine and have partnered with universities, hospitals, and rehab clinics to expedite the recovery process. Simply put, we are elevating the standard of care. When you need an expert concussion opinion or concussion care, visit concussionmedicalclinic.com to schedule your appointment. Is this real life? Not all law firms have it. Many women have so many clothes in the closet. You're listening to Radio Law Talk. And now back to the show. Cal's playing all kinds of jives, man. Everything I'll, I can get in there. Everything you can get in there, you can just try it out, man. <laughs> all right. All right, here we are. Uh, I, I just got to let you know that today is a Krispy Kreme uh, Donuts Day. There is a lawsuit pers- being pursued against Krispy Kreme Donuts. I, myself, the host of Radio Law Talk, the nationally syndicated Radio Law Talk, felt Im- that it was important and imperative that what we do is bring in this wonderful Krispy Kreme, and we're going to test whether or not this class action case is going to win. And we're going to... I think it's really imperative post-Thanksgiving, since I haven't eaten enough and I'm kind of still hungry, um, (laughs) that we check out the Krispy Kreme donuts. We bought them. And the lawsuit is concerning these individual little jewels. Look at them. Look at them. I'm live. Who wants to go live on on theirs? Because I'm live on my personal Facebook page. But I'm telling you, look at those jewels. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I mean, we, we have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. We have seven glazed donuts. And then we have a glazed, and that must be the raspberry filled. Yes. that is part of this lawsuit. Then we've got a, was that a maple or a, ch- a maple? That's a maple. And mm-hmm. then down there at the, what is that one at the bottom? That is the glazed blueberry cake that is being sued and is supposedly there's false advertising about the blueberry cake and so so that's what happened this, oh, this uh the plaintiff or the 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 representative mm. plaintiff oh, <laughs> so so the representative plaintiff and that is you have a class action lawsuit and there's usually a plaintiff and then a bunch of others that are right that, that are join there. in they get that, have that the right join to join in. in and his name is jason sadian and he decided to file a lawsuit because he claimed that the advertising for the ingredients were somehow misleading. That the glazed raspberry filled, the maple bar, and the glazed blueberry cake donuts do not 
actually contain real raspberries, maple, or blueberries. That is the complaint. All right, all right. Okay. He's trying to protect the consumers. That's he, part, he, he part is. Of his I mean, look, we have global warming. We have economy that's up and down. We have an impeachment going people on. People being got shot. All of, people being shot. We've got all of this stuff. People kneeling during the national anthem. But dang it, Krispy Kreme is the one we are going to go ahead and focus on. That's that. That's his pet Is, is this the same guy that sued Subway because their foot longer was only 11 inches long? No, but that was a very good suit. That suit. Cal's know. talking about the uh, foot long again. You know, if I, I just can't even go there, okay? <laughs> a man can dream. <laughs> let's, let's stick with our Krispy Kreme donuts. Or exaggerate. <laughs> Did that come from you? I, I, I yes. say, I say, I said nothing. Would you guys, can we continue on let's, with let, our let us test? On. So yes. how are you going to tell, Fred? Just this, is the, this is what we're going to do. This is what we're going to do. Donut to, to the lips. How are you going to well, tell? This is, well, you've got to understand a couple of things. First of all, one of the reasons this lawsuit is coming forth is he says the tray behind the glass counter, as they're displayed, the placards on the front provide the name of the donut variety, which is tricky. Okay, now here's my point. I'm arguing for defense now, all right? So one of the big arguments is the raspberry filled is not real raspberry. It is a iced raspberry filled, and a glazed raspberry filled is not real raspberry. Now, out on the front of the counter, it says raspberry filled or raspberry donut, right? Who says it is real raspberries on that? I might say, as a defense counsel, how do we know we're not talking about someone rubbing a raspberry on someone's leg? And that's what it's about. There are also yes. legal definitions as to real filling and jam, right? Like sugar percentages, pectin, and, yes. and actual fruit juice and all that. But do they say real on it? I don't think they do. They well, just say the word raspberry. Well, has this guy done real? a chemical analysis or is he just speculating? I don't know, it? but I think we need to test. Yeah, so no, here he goes did. the test. I think he did a, um, all a, right. an analysis. You guys talk all you want. What he did on the maple version, mm-hmm. he tested to find out if there was any mm-hmm. maple syrup or maple in it. Or a derivative of some kind, how of, of maple, and nothing was in there that was maple. Cal? Well, that's practically Can you criminal, send your, it, your runner over here to give, come get one of these for you? Denise, here you go. Here you go. All right, now here's the Denise, you have to take a look. <laughs> no, my have, fingers are clean. I wash my hands. As you're chewing, here. please give yeah. us a report, Denise. Mm, okay. What, right. what are you chewing? What kind that's for Cal. Have? That one's for Cal. That's for Cal. Okay. Mm. Hold on, hold on. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm eating it. Is that a maple here. you have there, Mr. Mm. Cunin? I have, I have the, uh, I have the. We're bl- all trying the, blue- the blueberry. I have the blueberry donut. Blueberry yes. donuts. Mm. 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 Wait, yeah. I don't care if that's blue, real blueberry. You can not, see man. the blueberries. Yeah. That's mm. a, that is a part that's kind of questionable. Mm. If there's no blueberries in it, what are if... those little blue things in there? See I it? don't know. Does that matter? Mm. I think it does. Mm. Is that, I, I did think that, did that trick you did? It's blueberry licious. <laughs> it's blueberry licious, yes. according to Cal. It does. All right, let's blueberry. go next. Let's here we go. We got it. We got to keep going here. This is live radio, so this is very important. I am cutting now. I wish someone would uh, take a picture of me doing this, uh, but they're too busy eating. Yes, what well, you got? Um, this is the famous maple. Okay, come get one for Cal. Um, here we go. All right, this one's for Cal. That's his favorite kind, huh? Here's Cal. Here you, Cal, it's coming your way. Thank you. Here we go. All right. Mm. Mm, maple. Mm. Maple. Okay, here you go, Todd. I'm going to give you the largest part because you like maple donuts. Sure, I do now. And I'm worried Thank you. that you just have to take a bite, Denise. I'm worried that they are tricking us on this maple donut. Mm. They say it's not real maple. Let me try. Mm. That one I don't care. It could be not real maple. Mm. It's really good. Here's here's the thing about this. This is not oh, this is fey. not a novel idea fey. here. Fey. This is not the first time Krispy Kreme has been sued by my count at least three times in the mm. last two or three years over the exact same allegations and the lawsuits all got dismissed in 2016. Okay. In 2016, there was a a class action lawsuit claiming that they engaged in false advertising and misled customers about the nutritional content. That was dismissed in 2017. You're worried about nutritional content when yes. you're eating a donut. When you're eating a donut. That's amazing. Okay. Okay. Then there was another. I guess that goes back to the cigarette cases, right? There was another nutritional content class action lawsuit that was filed in 2017. That was dismissed as well. In 2018, 
Um, somebody, let's see, last name was Agahanyan, A-G-A-H-A-N-Y-A-N, uh, Miss A, sued, and get this, listen to these donuts that she complained about. They should stop selling work donuts with using the words blueberry, maple, claiming that they didn't have actual maple or blueberries in it. And she wanted uh, the donut giants to pay $1,000 per plaintiff in the class action lawsuit. That got dismissed. And so here this person is reviving mm-hmm. a class action lawsuit or, or the idea of a class action lawsuit when Krispy Kreme has already been down this road before in the last two or three years, they've all been dismissed. This isn't going anywhere. I hate to say it. I'm going to be – I'm sorry. I'm going to say this. You ready for this? It smells like Robitussin DM strawberry or the raspberry cough syrup. I'm sorry. That but, smell – oh, that it brought it, back it bad memories. It smells like cough syrup, but it tastes it's, like heaven. It smells like cough syrup. I'm sorry, Krispy Kreme. I'm a fan. Oh, my gosh. Mm, smell I, that. I agree. Smell it, it right it, there. It has, it has the cough syrup aftertaste. Oh, that's a cough syrup. Hold on. Let me try the cough syrup. Mm, mm. Mm, mm, you know, mm. out there, there are people that, that are just like, mm. oh, my gosh. This is how Fred sounded mm. last uh, Friday when so, we so, went to dinner. <laughs> so, somebody, somebody is tuning in right mm. now and has no idea what's going on because they missed the context and it's just like what the heck is going on i'm for the lawsuit for the raspberry i want real (laughs) raspberries that tastes like cough syrup i i'm sorry Krispy Kreme. that's just my personal opinion yeah that does not taste good i'm sorry i have just not i'm a raspberry i like raspberries but a fresh raspberry is the most important thing cal i agree i don't know i i I, if i'm the plaintiff or defendant if i'm Krispy Kreme. I'm tempted. Uh, go ahead. Take this thing all the way to a jury trial. Go ahead. I want to see you with a straight face try to convince a jury that this matters. Now, here's it's, the deal. It's, it's a donut Just shop. so you know, the glazed, why they say glazed lemon-filled donuts contain actual lemon juice. Cinnamon apple actually has uh, uh, apples in it, and glazed strawberry has strawberries. Therefore, it's confusing because you're automatically thinking... Everything else has got those wonderful uh, flavors like the Krispy Kreme donuts. And my response is, look, we specifically said in this because that's the stuff that has real. If we wanted to say that stuff had it, we would have said so. Well, all i got to <laughs> say, he's asking for $5 million. Yeah. $5 million. Cal says we got 30 seconds left. During the break, let's see if we could zoom all one, two, three, four, five, six, seven donuts in left. In the interest of the law, I suggest you dive in. We dive in. We will dive in. We'll be back. We're going to talk more about the Salt Lake City case and uh, can women go topless out in the public. This is Radio Law Talk. Stay tuned. There's more coming right up. If you're one of those independent people who wants your own business and you love food service, we just might have a great opportunity for you. Iceberg Drive-Ins. Iceberg is famous for its thick shakes and delicious food. We lend you our supply chain and expertise, and you can potentially have a thriving, successful, fun business that your customers will love. Iceberg Drive-Ins has some prime areas available right now, so if you're interested, get in touch with us right away. Go to icebergdrivein.com and click on the Contact Us button. Iceberg Drive-In. Ready to grow with you. Jason Ross back here with Fred Penny, managing attorney from Penny and Associates Injury Lawyers. Now, Fred, what type of cases are you dealing with now, and what sets you apart? Jason, we help people with all types of personal injury cases. We're former insurance company trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. That's Penny and Associates Injury Lawyers with locations throughout California. For a free consultation, go to pennylawyers.com. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, 
custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. My name is Frederick Penny of Penny Associates Injury Lawyers. I've assembled an excellent team of highly experienced personal injury trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. At Penny Associates, we will aggressively represent you and your family when someone has been injured in an accident. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. For a free initial consultation, go to PennyLawyers.com or call 1-800-616-4LAW and ask for Frederick, Stewart, Rob, Kevin, Kent, or Will. That's Frederick Penny at Penny Associates Injury Lawyers, one 800 616 for law. When you were a little kid and you thought about what you wanted to be, teaching was at the top of your list. But things changed. And as you got older, teaching didn't seem like the best option anymore. So you're thinking you'll be something else. But what would your 12-year-old self say? Now you want to be a doctor. You don't think teachers save lives? 25 at a time. An actress? Try playing a different role every time the bell rings. How about a scientist? Ever heard of physics, chemistry? Who do you think teaches that? Teachers today are breaking down obstacles, finding innovative ways to instill old lessons, and taking learning far beyond the four walls of the classroom. It's time to recognize that great things are happening in teaching and put it back on your list. Don't try to convince yourself otherwise. You had it right the first time. Find out how you can make more at teach.org. Make more. Teach. Brought to you by Teach. I'm a veteran. We hit a mine in Vietnam. When I came home, I didn't know where to turn. As America's veterans face challenges, DAV is there. My victory's been never giving up hope. My wife is always there to remind me we have a life to live. DAV provides a lifetime of support, helping veterans of every generation get the benefits they've earned. I am a veteran, but after I got out, I spent two years alone and homeless. Every year, DAV helps more than a million veterans so they can reach victories great and small. My victory was finding the support to get back on my feet. Now I'm getting things right with my family. I finally admitted, with my PTSD, I wasn't doing well. But there's more to be done and more victories to be won. Now I wish I'd found DAV sooner. I am a veteran. My victory is just enjoying each day. Help support more victories for veterans. Go to DAV.org. Are you serious? Radio Law Talk. Now back to the show. Yeah, it's the final segment of case. Or, I mean, uh, Radio Law Talk that you've been waiting for. I know Krispy Kreme was one of your most important, the most exciting. But we talked about this in the past. And this was a, a number of uh, months ago that um, a Colorado city, and it was I be, uh, Colorado Springs, uh, had an ordinance that you can't, as a woman, go topless in um, the public, yeah. downtown, yeah. wherever yeah. in public. Yeah. And their lawsuit in, in, ensued due to the fact that they said that was discriminatory because men are able to go topless, but men, women can't. Um, and I will tell you right now, I will not go topless. I'm now old enough and look ugly enough that I will wear a shirt when I go outside. Uh, so anyway, um, guess what happens? It goes to the appellate court, which is the 10th uh, Circuit Court of Appeals. And that covers 10 states, Utah, Colorado, Wyoming, New Mexico, Kansas, and Oklahoma. And they held that that was unconstitutional. You cannot discriminate against women over men about not being able to wear their top. And so as it sits now, the 10th uh, Circuit Court of Appeals said it's okay for women to go topless in the public. That you cannot have an absolute ban against it. That's, right. That was kind of limited now, in that realm. Now, what you could do is maybe as a city, Denise, you could say, all right, we're now going to ban men from going topless too. And then, then it wouldn't be discriminatory. Is that true? You could probably say men and women, you can't go topless. And and I think that could be true. Yeah. yeah. I do. That but... defeats the argument. 
Yeah. And some men, I think most men shouldn't go topless anyway, don't you think, Todd? I, I believe <laughs> there are definitely some men that should not go topless. And I would say most men should not. Probably many women who shouldn't but... as well. If you're doing it from an aesthetic standpoint, it's not always. But that's not the point. The point is equality, right? Isn't that what we're talking about here? Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. So anyway, so the, this woman in... Um, Salt Lake City area. Uh, she is a stepmom. Now, that's right when I heard stepmom, I said, okay, there you go. There's the issue. <laughs> and there are laws, Todd, that you know about children that you can't be lewd and lascivious. What's the word, lewd and lascivious around children? Generally speaking, Generally that is speaking. Yes. And, you, and you've got to be careful what you have to do around children. And they were doing the drywall. This father and stepmom were doing drywall in their garage. And they didn't want to get dirty and dusty. He took his shirt off, and so did she. And the children walked in, I believe, age 13, 9, and... 13's too old for 13, that. 13, 9, or... 9 not, through 13. 9 through 13, they whatever that is. There's three of them. Mm-hmm. And they walked in and saw this, and she admits that she's a feminist and is kind of pushing this agenda. And guess what happens? They go home and tell mom. And what does mom say? Uh, we're going to pursue this. But actually... According to the prosecutors, they said that wasn't the original reason they went there, uh, but they were investigating other issues, and I'm sure it had to do with drinking, because their argument, that is the prosecution, was that she was drinking at the time, there was that issue, but they were there for the welfare of the children on another investigation that wasn't related to this, so... Um, I don't know the, what the happens. The big difference here is that they were in the privacy of their own home. They were in their garage. They were doing drywall. They were getting dirty. Both him and her took off their shirts. I bet they were. And she took off her. <laughs> what did you just say? Oh, sorry. <laughs> what they were they, well, getting dirty. Let, let's let's just go ahead. Their and clothing was Did you say they were getting dirty? No. Let's go ahead. And <laughs> if we read the transcript, what Denise is, they were in their garage. They were getting dirty. They took off their shirts <laughs> and, and away out, we go out came the spackle no. next thing you know <laughs> next thing you know a trowel was involved and the roller and so and the rollers <laughs> yes oh. <laughs> <laughs> this is the look that I give them when they get yes, too, yes. too far. Okay, keep, keep going, but I want to. But I want to touch on why being in a private place doesn't matter for right. purposes Boys of the law in Utah. For purposes of the Utah law. Okay, tell but me about the going. Utah law. No, I, I I totally yeah. get what where you're going to go with that, but the the I think it's really important because here we've got one person whose right of privacy right now is at risk. And she's in her own home, and the children walk into the situation. It's not like she did it in front of the children. They walk in, but this is what their mother said. Their mother became alarmed because she said that she removed her shirt and bra in front of the children while under the influence of alcohol and said that if a man could take his shirt off, a woman should be able to do as well. So the mother kind of turned it all around and put it out there, and then they're investigated. And... The worst part of it is the husband's not investigated. The husband's not charged with any crime. The husband was doing exactly the same thing as the stepmother was doing. And I think that the... Um, acknowledged it and allowed it, I, I yeah, guess you and, say. Yeah, ex- well, he did, but still, free the nipple campaign. You guys know about that, uh, right? Sure, sure, yeah. sure. Right. Sure, sure. That's I mean, yes. a huge movement globally. Every year, there's one free the nipple day, and everybody goes marching down the streets in various cities around the world without their... I know Cal goes on. to those ones, every, wherever that city is. There's he, one in Chico, there. I know that. Yeah. And there's one... Cal's <laughs> talking about... I've never been there. The I'm just saying places that, that, that yeah. are... Yeah, well, this is a... a global movement and it's a real movement it's mm-hmm. like if men can take off their shirts so should women you know why why are our chests um a symbol of something that's sexual and you know inherently <laughs> pornographic or whatever that's just not right i can't hold my facebook because todd's <laughs> look is like <laughs> well I, I i i agree with that denise i agree with that however i will say that if that is true, if it is true that it is unfortunate that the female breast is used and exploited in in, in that way, then those who model... It's a touchy topic. Well, well it could be. Not recently. But, um, <laughs> Did you say not recently? Yes. I, I, I'm just, I'm just going to say that... That 
thought Victoria, recently, not for a long time. Victoria's <laughs> Secret, Fredericks of Hollywood, all these places that sell lingerie to skimp this stuff up and bikinis and all that stuff to actually make it look more sexy would be completely out of business if it weren't for the fact that they are, the well, Victoria, that, they are that they are sexy things. Victoria's but, Secret has stopped its um, main. Well, they, uh, they show sh- that they have now because yeah. they, they because don't want it because, because they people... don't want to exploit the women. Yeah. That's true, but they but they haven't stopped selling bras. They just stopped the advertising. Well, they the need is still there. They haven't, yeah, but there's need, and then there is, you know, it's like driving a car. Well, four wheels and a horn, I'm okay. Yeah, but I want to drive the Maserati. So, yeah, I look, we could do the same thing with duct tape, some bailing wire, and silly putty. But, no, I'm getting the Victoria's Secret bra. So, you could do it with silly putty? I don't know. That's what I heard. <laughs> uh, but He listen. makes a lot of stuff with those. <laughs> no wonder he's single. Duct tape, silly putty. Here, here's here's Here's, here's the thing about this case. If yes. if it was truly they're working and she takes the top off because it's hot, and if those facts bear out, yeah, she's <laughs> probably she's probably not going to be found guilty. However, if the facts as alleged by the police and the investigators and the mom bear out, which are now this is just I like a, to use the word bear quite often. This is just an allegation. But the allegation is that she had been drinking and got to the point where she was drunk and then stripped the clothes off to make a point to the children. If that is the allegation and if that is true, then it's something a little different. Cal, you have a comment. Yeah, Denise also raised another question, which I found interesting. She said the mother has a right to privacy or, or her privacy was being infringed upon. In California, there's a constitutional right to privacy. There's not one in the U.S. Constitution. I don't know if there's one in the Utah Constitution. But, Cal, with children involved, different story. No, I understand, but but she raised the issue of privacy, and I'm thinking, I'm not sure that there is a constitutionally guaranteed right to privacy in the state of Utah. I don't know. Well, oh, I, but I, there, there is still right of privacy even under the U.S. Constitution, but it's not It's not, it's not like it's, it's in the preamble. Right, Let's put it that yeah. way. Life, liberty, and pursuit so, of happiness so, are b- privacy b- interests. Before we get too far. Tell appeal, us what she could get if she's found guilty. Yes, if she's found guilty, not only does she looking at jail time, but she's also looking at having to register as a sex offender for the rest of her life. No, for 10 years. Uh, well, depends yeah. on where she moves. Oh. Because if she moves to California and they don't change the law, it could be a lifetime registration depending on the state where she goes to. Now, that's the issue here. And the law in Utah is more strict than California. So we're going to follow this to find out what's going on. Remember, we've already burned through an hour. Join us next hour. We're going to have even more fun. We're not going to talk about Krispy Kreme donuts. We're going to eat the rest of them. And we're not going to talk about topless women in Utah anymore. That's it. We're just done with those two. And uh, let's hope Krispy Kreme wins. I'm not a fan of the raspberry donut, though. I'm going to be honest. I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan. Cal, thanks a lot. We'll be back. Hour number two. All right. Thanks for turning on Radio Law Talk on your favorite radio station, of course, and on RadioLawTalk.com. We will continue momentarily, so stay tuned. You have been listening to RadioLawTalk.com, a copyrighted presentation of Radio Law Talk Incorporated. (laughs) 